a good one today. Episode, man, I think this is what, 24? 24. Yeah, yeah, 24. Oh, we're taking the gloves off again this week. I got E in the building with me today. I had to do this one in person. What's up? Uh, I don't know if I need to take his temperature or not. COVID going on. Uh, I got some hand sanitizer upstairs. We got all that good stuff. But we taking the gloves off today because this was an interesting conversation. And today we doing top 10 albums with no skips. And what I mean by that is put it in, push play, and let it roll. No skips at all. So the reason why we come up with this uh, topic here was because we was talking about the Master P, uh, No Limit, little documentary that's coming on BET right now, which has been amazing. Took us back down memory lane, and Master P was running the game. And to me, in my opinion, Master P was way ahead of his time. And that conversation just kind of snowballed into, we got to talk about old school cash money and all of that. 3-6 mm-hmm. came up. Mm-hmm. And then next thing I know, it's like, man, that whole album was fire. This whole that was fire. And I was like, man, you know what? We need to talk about this because it's a lot of dope albums. And you said that you and somebody else was already doing it, correct? Nah, me, me and uh my one of my co-workers, man, big bro, man, Jimmy. He probably watching. Uh safe trip to you and the family down there in uh, P- Pigeon Forge, uh Gatlinburg, wherever y'all went to. But we had a conversation about uh the beats, you know, uh between uh Beats by the Pound and Manny Fresh. And uh, you know, I basically said Beats by the Pound to me was better than Manny Fresh, even though Manny had beats outside of Cash Money. Gotcha. I just thought that that KL and Beats by the Pound, the sound was was different and just just better to me than what Manny was producing. No disrespect to Manny Fresh. Right. And you know what? And that's that's a good starting point because it's like watching that documentary, everybody in the world was familiar with No Limit and how they took over. I was kind of up to par on how P got started. I knew he was out there in California or whatever. And he basically built everything from the ground up. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I had to been, what, 12, 13 maybe. And the first Master P album that I had ever even heard of was The Ghetto's Trying to Kill Me. Yeah. But like I said, that was like underground, underground. like 95 is when it came out. So he he hadn't blew up yet, but then that's when that Ice Cream Man hit. And I'm trying to think, did the Shocker come out before Ice Cream Man? No, Shocker came out. Uh, Shocker came out around the time. It came out after Ice Cream Man. It came out around the time when the movie was 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 coming out. I'm about it. I do I do gotcha. know that. So the Shocker came out, I think, in '96 or '97, because I know it came out before Ghetto Dope. Definitely. Because El Ghetto Dope wasn't until, what, maybe, what, 98 yeah. or something? Yeah. Yeah. So by that time, he was starting to make a name for himself. And to me, the beats was just like, man, this shit goes. Yeah. Like, this goes. To me, it was a sound that, that we ain't never heard before. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was dope. So then that's when this, this No Limit wave hit. And they was dropping shit every single week. And I'm saying to myself, you got to be dope as hell to be able to put that out continuously. Hell yeah. And every album kind of had its own original sound. So it ain't like they was just sitting there. Like, I love 3-6, but we all know that uh, 3-6 recycles a lot of their beats. Yeah. So listening to Beats by the Pound, you really didn't get a lot of that. Yeah. So that's why, you know, 
going back to your conversation, I felt like you you had to give them the edge over Manny Fresh. Because mm-hmm. I was like, man, they was putting that now, shit every week. I will say this because it was one night I was driving to work. And I was listening to that serve on that life insurance. That's his first album with no limit. He got a song on there called uh what is that song called? I think it's called uh uh Trying to Make It Out the Ghetto. Listen to the beat. The beat and the make them say um beat similar. I'm about to go back then. Make listen to make them say um and then listen to Trying to Make It Out This Ghetto. It's it's number 13, it's the 13th track on that life insurance CD. The beat is so similar, man. It 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 baffled me. I, you know, when I heard, it, I was like, "Hold up, man! This this shit sounds so familiar, man. Like, where have I heard this from?" And it sounds just like make them say, "Uh." It don't sound like just like it, but the similarities right. is there, right? And see, that's what I'm saying. Like, even with like Manny Fresh, like he he kind of double dipped a little bit mm-hmm. because you go back to that uh, UNLV, and then they took that beat. And gave it yeah, to Juvie. Set it off. And that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like, you know, Manny Fresh kind of goes into that category too. You know, it may not be the exact sound, but you can pick up the similarities or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now that you said it, man, I'm going to have to go back and, and check some of that No Limit stuff out to see if it was some different beats here and there. And they may have sped it up or slowed it down. But it's interesting. But it's just like, for me, not to get too far off topic, because I know me and my cousin, we're going to talk about it too. But it's like, I honestly feel like Master P don't get the credit he deserves. He don't. Because it's like he really gave dudes the blueprint on how to make it in this game. For him to walk into a meeting and tell them what he going to do. Nah, I don't I don't want your, your, your record deal. I want the distribution deal. Right. I want to control everything. And that happened 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. And you still got people now getting gypped out of deals. I don't know if you saw where the Migos are trying to file a lawsuit yep. and all of that. And I'm like, see what happened with old girl, uh, 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 Meg, Megan. Megan and that's what I'm saying. Like, nah, we we too far along for people to still not understand. I mean, quite naturally, if you ain't never studied it, then you ain't gonna know all the terminology of a contract or whatever. Right. But it's been too many people that you can reach out to. And ask them, right? Hey, man, I want to pick your brain. Like, what do you think about this, this, and that? For people to still get caught up in that, yeah. And it's crazy. And I'm like, to me, he don't get the respect because it's like when when you think about rap or hip hop, first names that come up, Pac, Biggie, they start throwing Diddy and Jay Z, and I'm like, dude, he came before all of them. Yeah, all eyes on me came out in '96. Yeah, P was already bubbling at that time. Yeah. But you got to think about this, though. When when All Eyes On Me came out, and it's crazy because we had this conversation before, how you call, this is what this is what my boy said, and I'll never forget this conversation. We're talking about me against the world, pre-death row. <laughs> how you call it uh, barbecue picnic music. <laughs> he made that album when he was locked down in prison. It went platinum. Platinum. I'm going to make some people mad. But I'm sorry, like I'm just I'm not a Pac fan. Right. I'm I sorry. mean, I, I I get it. You know what I'm saying? You know, er, er, you know, everybody got their opinion on you know what what they like and what they dislike. But that man made that album in, in prison, bro, and and he went platinum with that album. Now, you know what I'm saying? Was that the album that you know uh, mainstream made her mainstream? No, it's everybody knows it's all eyes on me. When yeah. With the death row. 
Yeah. You know, it's all eyes on me, hands down. Easily. But that that album basically, you know, it, it went it went platinum. It's just like when you look at the documentary, Ice Cream Man, for instance. What was his biggest album though? The Ghetto though. Yeah. But to me, I thought Ice Cream Man was better than Ghetto D. Those are facts. Those are facts right there. And that, and that's where it's like to me, Ghetto D is where you start to say that the mainstream mm-hmm. picked up on it. Yeah. Because it was like to me, uh. That ice cream man, that was just, that was hard. Yeah. That was hard. And then when you watch the I'm About It movie and you just heard all of that in the oh, background, yeah. like it was just like, and then watching that documentary, I don't know if you saw that part where they show how they, where they made it, how they made it. I don't know if you saw that yet, but it was just like, once you figured out what they done and how they made it, mm-hmm. I was just like, dog. Peace code. Yeah. Peace code. I don't want to spoil it for those who ain't ain't watched it yet. But they showed how they made it, how they came up with all the script and this and that and the props and blah, blah, blah. And even with that, it's like I'm sitting here on the first episode of the documentary. Friendly pops up. <laughs> and I'm like, he was Master P's AAU coach. coach. I was like, get the hell out of here. But I thought that was dope how everybody in his circle he made sure they was a part of everything yeah. that he was doing. Yeah. And I'm like, how could you not big up this man when he tried to make sure that everybody ate? Yeah. That's like you said, man, he don't get the credit, man. When he, when that was basically <clears throat> breaking down the numbers, man, in the, in the documentary, man, serve on his album, life insurance went uh, gold. Uh, the charge to the game went double platinum. See murders album went, went platinum. I think one of Mia X's album went platinum. Uh, P's Ghetto Dope, I think, went triple platinum. But I'm just going off of Servon's album with the gold. That's 500 units sold. And I did the numbers on that, man. And, you know, he got the 80-20 deal. Right. So you selling your CDs or your units at $11 a pop or your tapes at the time, whatever you want to call it. 500 units with an $11 sale, that's five and a half million. And you take your eighty percent from that, you pocketed four and uh, four point four million dollars off of a gold album, bro. Off a gold album, easy. And you and I'm thinking like if P was doing what he was doing and, and all that shit, his artists were seeing a million dollars easy, easy off an album, easy. And that don't even include the features that they was doing on other people's stuff. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. He kept it all in the same circle. Yeah. Everybody was on everybody's albums. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, it shows you how greed can ruin everything. Mm-hmm. Because I don't understand how the artists felt that they should have the same thing that P was getting. Right. Like, this is my empire. I built this quite naturally. I'm going to have the bigger plate. Yeah. I get the big piece of chicken. Right. So, and you see that with a, with a lot of groups, 3-6 was the same way. Yep. I was like, for DJ Paul and Juicy J to build that from the ground up, and then when they finally got their 15 minutes of fame, everybody started getting mad about what DJ Paul and Juicy J was getting, and the next thing you know, the whole thing fell apart. Yeah. But that's, like I said, we're going to say that for another day because I really want to talk about that and the business aspects of it because it's like I read a book by Dave Ramsey, and in this book, He's talking about how you can never have too many sources of income. Right. 
you should always be thinking about the next source of income. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, your money makes money for you. Yeah. So when I'm sitting here listening to P and how his brain was working, he's trying to do records, yeah. movies, mm -hmm. clothes, toys. Like he was just trying to build an empire and have so many different streams of money coming in to where he didn't have to worry about nothing. His kids didn't have to worry about nothing. And the fact that when when he signed everybody, he put you in a house, put you in a car. What else can you ask for? Man, that's that's the that's the thing that I love the most about that when he said that. And that's like I, I'm gonna say this when he when I seen that, I know he's uh I don't know his name, but if you seen that unbounded movie, he was the guy that 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 uh smoked Pac Man in the movie <laughs> with Pac Man serve on in that movie, but. He basically said, when you come to No Limit, you get six things, a house, a car, a bank account. Uh, I think it was like a, a 200 million, uh, not 200 million, 200,000 or $250,000. Basically, basically, I'm just giving you this, you know what right. I'm saying? Just cause uh, I, it was two guns and, and uh, what? A what Rolex. Else? And a Rolex. A Rolex. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, and, and the tank. And the tank. I've right. got the tank. Right. And it's like, what what else do you want? Like he done he done gave you a leg up. So now you gotta come in and put in the work to continue to eat. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like his his hustle was already in place. Mm -hmm. He signs you, gives you a head start. Now you gotta come in here and be just as hungry as he is, if not hungrier, so you can try to get to where he's at or surpass it. Right. But everybody think, well, uh, after I done had one album and got on some nice features. I should be having the same thing he got. Right. And that's like, nah, bro. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. But we definitely going to dive into it because I can't wait till the last part come up uh, next week. We'll definitely talk about that. But we're going to dive in to these uh, albums. <laughs> so I don't know what your criteria was as far as your selection process. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give my criteria right. because honestly, man, this was hard because yeah. by the by the time I stopped writing, I had 27 albums. <laughs> I had over 27 albums that I felt could have been on this list or at least been an honorable mention. But then the way I broke it down was, how many of these albums do I constantly <clears throat> listen to? Yeah. Some of them I actually listen to at least once a week or damn near at least once a month. So that was one of the criterias. And then for me, where I grew up, Memphis was only like an hour and a half, two hours from us. So I listened to a lot of 3-6, Play a Fly, stuff like that. So as far as lyrical content. You know, A by MJG? A by MJG, okay. definitely. Okay. Definitely. Okay. definitely. I, ain't, I ain't mean to leave them okay. out. I apologize. Okay. But I'm saying like listening to that type of music, you really didn't listen to it for no message, no lyrical content. A-Ball and MJG had a lot of storytelling, mm. but 3-6 was more like energy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always wanted to listen to music for energy, yeah. a pick-me-up, per se. So a lot of their albums, I definitely can put in, press play, and let it go. Just let it ride. Because I know it's energy on every track. But the older I got, and different people start putting me on to different artists, that's when I started listening to what they were saying. Right. And the messages that was being delivered. So a lot of artists, 
I've grown to to like their music, not necessarily for the beats or nothing like that, but for the message that's being put out on every track. Mm -hmm. So once I jump, uh, jumbled all of that in there, I was like, you know what? I want to make sure that my list has a combination of both. Right. So that's when I started narrowing it out and came up with my top 10 plus five honorable mentions. So what was your thought process on all of this? Uh, same. Uh, but I'm gonna let you know right now, my, my list don't have none of these new artists on it. Okay. And okay. A, a lot of people say, ah, oh, that's, that's effed up. You biased. Personally, I can't listen to the new artists. I can't. And I, I don't know if it's lyrically or if it's the beat. I, it's just something about it. I can't, I just can't sit down and just listen to a whole yo guy, 21 Savage album. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. Now, if you're talking about like certain tracks on the CD, yeah. But if you're talking about, man, I'm about to go ahead and put this Savage in and, and, and ride to this. And it's just like, nah, man, I didn't got to that age to where I just, I just can't do it, man. I can't. And is this, is this something about it, man? I, I, it's, I don't know what it is. I just can't, I can't really listen to these new artists, man. I can't. And you know what? That's fair. That's fair that you say that. And it goes back to what I literally just said. It was like growing up listening to 3-6, I wasn't actually paying attention to what they were saying. Mm -hmm. I was more infatuated with the sound. Yeah. So now with these newer artists, it's almost the same thing. It's like, I know 21 Savage ain't talking about nothing, but when I get to listening to the beats, that's what draws me in. Yeah. So it's almost like I just, I tolerate what he's saying. Yeah. Because I like the sound. Yeah. Because that uh, stunting on my ex and uh, bank account and stuff like that, I like that. Yeah. Same way with, uh, I don't know if you listen to Lil Baby. Oh, I, 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 I fucks with Lil Baby. Okay, because I, I was going to say, I was I like, nah. Like, Dude, yeah, I fucks with him. He, like, it's only a select few of the new, like him, the baby, I I can, I, I fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, money bag, here and there. He know, fell off to me. But, I was a big fan of his but, his old school stuff. But that 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 Yachty and Kodak Black and then the uh the rat with the uh fruit loop color hair. Uh <laughs> and I, yeah, I don't them, do no Takashi. I, I can't I can't really listen to him. Plus Takashi sounds too much like Onyx to me, anyway. You know what? I've never thought about it. He that sounds way. too much like them. And I, I don't like when, when artists don't have their own sound and he sounds exactly like uh, uh, Fredro Star, and I can't think of the other nigga's name, but the group name is Onyx. Right, that's who we sound. Like I never nigga. thought about. It. Now it's I ain't gonna lie, it's like one or two songs of his that I that I do have on my Spotify that I do listen to. But again, it's it's the beats. Right, I ain't necessarily listening to him screaming all over no track or nothing like that. So money bag yo, real quick before we dive in. Once I first heard him, and I went back and started doing my homework. A lot of his old projects, he got a project, it's called Elo, and I almost put that on my list because I'm talking about as soon as you hit the button, he goes in. And back then, he was putting out 20 tracks per project. Right. Where now, it's like, to me, it's too, I don't want to say commercial, but it's almost like it's just soft. Like, And then a lot of his songs starting to sound the same. Mm -hmm. You see his, his recipe is like a couple hard tracks put in some tracks for, for the female attention, kind of soft, slow it down. Yeah. Then put in something with some hooks that's that's going to make people kind of 
make it viral or whatever. Like the song he got out now, uh, I thought a, a bitch nigga said something or whatever. That's that social media thing yeah. where it's like you can hashtag that and make it trend. Yeah. And so it's like I, I get his recipe right now because I guess the goal is to make money at the end yeah. of the day. But nah, as far as putting it on the list, that's why he didn't he didn't make the cut. But I'm, I'm going to let you go with your honorable mention. My honorable mention. You said five. I really don't got five. I, I got a lot, man. I'm say what you got to say. We ain't on no time limit today. Man. Get them off your chest. Okay. BG, Chopper City in the ghetto. <sighs> I think he got maybe 16 tracks on there. And I might skip maybe one song. Maybe one. Maybe. If if, if you don't know what the CD is, that's the CD where he look like P on the back of the cover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Big Thomas, how you love that volume two? It's the green CD. E, yeah, yeah. Uh, mine's a lot of down south music. I'm not even gonna lie to you, man, because that's mainly what I listen to. I listen to a couple East Coast and West Coast, but I really mainly listen to to down south. Uh, another one, BG. It's all on you, volume two. I ain't ne- heard that one. In ne- the next one, boom, East 199. Ooh, I forgot all about that one. Yeah, about to go East Coast on you. 50 Cent, get rich or die trying. I thought about it. I thought about it long and hard. And you're right. It don't have no skips on it for real. Mm-hmm. But what made me not put it on there was it's like, I really ain't listened to that in a long time. Really? A long, long time. Yeah. Okay. Cameron. Come home with me. That's the first album with Rockefeller. So yeah, you hear what I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, I got a slew of them, and I'm gonna go R and B on you. Usher Confessions. Usher Confessions is definitely up there, and it's funny because I had some people reach out to me yesterday, and they were sending me some R and B tracks, and I was like, you know what? We're gonna have to do a whole nother podcast. Yeah, we, we can do that because that'll be just on straight R and B. But this is just what I listen to. That I, I can listen to and I don't skip a track. Another one, Kells, 12 pay, play. Basically anything he put out. The TP2 dot uh uh, yeah. t- uh dot com, the the was it the chocolate, the uh, uh chocolate factory, it was called Jack Chocolate Factory. Yeah. That one, any anything he he did. You know what I'm saying? Another hold one. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause I I, I want to get this off my chest. Okay. And hopefully you don't swing on me. <laughs> Shout out to my homie. Spirits, Antonio, he just posted this on his Facebook this week. He said, name another R&B album that can compete with Usher's Confessions. And I said, Trey Songs, Ready. Ready is better than Confessions. And that's a whole nother podcast that we're going to have to roll out. Uh, <laughs> once y'all listen to this, give me your feedback on it, and we'll talk about it. But I'm standing on that. Oh. Ready is better than confessions. Track for track. And I gave him a list of how many songs that I could skip on Usher's Confessions. And I had about six. Yeah, about six. I had about six. Is this the is this the because you know he came out with two of them. Get one who got the bonus tracks on it. And the one who got the, the bonus tracks on it. Okay. Cause I I I'ma say about maybe three. Maybe. But it depends on how I'm feeling, though. And that's true, too. I won't listen to that song right then and there. You know what I'm saying? That's true, too. I'm going to say about three, but 
Yeah, that that confessions, man. And then uh of course at world domination. Yes, sir. Triple six. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I I know a lot of people got their ass whooped when, when a couple <laughs> of them songs came on. Man, let's just let's let's just get that out of the way. I know a lot of people got beat up. Cause like we we had a, a teenage club here at Club X. That's how they played in that club was three six mafia, cash money, no limit. That's basically it. And a couple niggas got slept off those songs. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> we we ain't seen a lot of niggas get knocked out, knocked out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That club when I'm about it came on, or that uh that turn the club up does came on. We ain't even gonna talk about that song that they had the compilation uh, compilation album, the Hypnotized Camp uh, Posse, uh the Ass and Titty song. Yeah, on there. That, that's, that's still in gonna, my rotation. That's probably gonna be on another podcast. We ain't gonna talk about that because I think my wife's looking at this uh <laughs> this uh live, and we ain't gonna speak on that. So, uh, <laughs> of course, three six mafia. I'm gonna tell you uh, some other ones, man. I got uh, true, true to the game, the double disc, double disc. That that's definitely a story in its own self. And once that uh, documentary about Pete finishes, I'm gonna definitely spill the beans on that because back then CDs was coming out every Tuesday, mm -hmm. and it just so happens that uh, my mom went somewhere and I rode with her. So while she was in another store, I walked to the music store and I come in and saw them skulls on the front. Yeah. I had to have mm -hmm. it. Had to pick it up. At that time, I wasn't even old enough to buy it because the little parental advisory label. Yeah. Luckily, my mom's was cool. <laughs> I ain't had one of them mama that was like, no, you can't listen to this, Peter. So she bought it for me. And man, that changed the world, dog. It changed the world because wow. that was like before any of those songs became popular. Yeah. Like the album was already out before yeah. it got popular. And I'm just sitting there and then that's when my older brother heard it. Me and him getting ready to fight because he yeah. always taking my CD. Yeah. Every yeah. time he leave, man, yeah. let me get the CD. I'm like, yeah. nah, dah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Yeah, my he, he got a slew of tracks on that double disc album, man, that... uh uh, I always feel like somebody watching me. Feds, uh, No Limit Soldier, which I think is the first, Soon first as it come on. track on there. Then he got Swamp Nigga on there. Which Swamp Nigga. Oh, my God. But look, hold on. Did you know this? Did you know this? The original has Swamp Nigga on it. Mm -hmm. But then they remastered it or whatever they done to it. But that second version didn't have it. Right. I bought the second version and was looking for that. And it ain't on there. And I was hot. <laughs> But now it's on Spotify and they got it back on there. Yeah. But I was like, dude, I was heated. Yeah. I was heated when they took some of them songs My off. My last there. one on this honorable mention, man, and and like I said, I got a slew of them, man. I'm not even gonna name all of them, but a lot of people can argue this one. I personally think it's the best soundtrack. Oh. Let me see what you're gonna say. Me personally think it's the best soundtrack. You better say it then. I'm about it. No, no. I, did, I said me personally. Oh, and I and I and I got a lot of soundtracks that I love. I love the Above the Rim soundtrack. That, that's where I was getting ready to go. That's why you know I was like, saying? you know what? I, I got that. I got that on here. Okay, it's on here. Okay, and, and see that in its own self was like, do I include soundtracks yeah. on there too? Because the Above the Rim soundtrack was flawless. Yeah, and it was two versions that came out because the original version. It don't have pain, uh, so much pain on it. It don't have loyal to the game on there. That's two of Tupac songs, and then it don't have uh, that song. Uh, uh, um, 
when when uh they was playing against the Birdman at the championship, the the the, the, the first song that came on, uh I think it's called Stick 'em Up or Shoot 'em Up. But I know the Beastie Boys is on that track and is DJ uh that was just listening to the other day, man. I can't think of the DJ's name. It was DJ something and the Beastie Boys called Stick 'em Up or Shoot 'em Up. It's the song at the the the, the championship game at the park that they was playing. It's that song. That song's not on that that CD, that album. I didn't know that. It's like four songs that's in the movie that's not on the the original soundtrack, but they came out with the bonus, and uh, like it was only so many copies that they came out with that bonus. Because the only reason why I li- I love the album, but the only reason why come I wanted the album so much was because so much pain was on there. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Cause right. the first song on there is an SWV song. Right. And, uh, uh, what the hell is that shit called, man? Uh, and I'm, I'm having a brain yeah. freeze too. But I, but it's playing in my head though. Yeah. That's the crazy part. But those those two, in my opinion, was the best two movie soundtracks that I've ever heard. What about Boys in the Hood? I ain't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, Boys in Hood is up there, dog. Boys in the Hood soundtrack is up there. That's why I was like, you know what? Menace of Societies is nice too, though. It was all but right. I ain't even think about the Boys in the Hood. But it ain't one of my favorites. Yeah. But we we talking about something that I could just pop in and listen without playing. Those two right there. You right. Like soundtrack. You right. Those are my honorables. Cool. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and list a few of mine. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start with play a fly mm-hmm. moving on i don't know if, if, if y'all was familiar with that up here towards this end of uh, kentucky or whatever but like i said for us we was closer to, to tennessee right so play a fly moving on album was flawless i thought that was one of the dopest albums at that time mm-hmm. i know i'm gonna piss a lot of people off with this and i apologize ahead of time the college dropout Woo! i'm not a kanye west fan I do not like Kanye West. But you like that album. But the college dropout, I will admit, is fire. Yeah. And crazy part is, I had never listened to it to maybe like a year or two ago. Really? Like, when I tell you I did not rock with Kanye, when I first heard The Wire, I yeah. thought The Wire was dope. Yeah. But then his antics, and like he just came off as a goofy dude to me. So I, I really didn't rock with him. But mm-hmm. all through high school and stuff like that, my cousin it was like, man, Kanye's dope, Kanye this, Kanye that. But I was one of them people where I'm I'm not even going to put it in. Right. If you play that around me, I'm walking out or I'm <laughs> kicking you out. Somebody's getting out. Don't play no Kanye West around me. Right, right, but right. college dropout. Okay. I got to give it credit. Okay. Lil' Kiki, Don't Mess With Texas. Yeah. Don't Mess With Texas was yeah. fire. Super duper fire. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, let's see here. I put two chains. Rapper go to the league. I'm not a big huge uh two chains fan for real. My kids love that album, man. But that's another one where you yeah. can just put it in, press play, and go on about your yeah. business. What hooked me about that album, man, when I first heard it, it was the song with him and Marsha and Brocious. Uh I forget what the hell it's called, but I know it's the first track on the album. Then course, that NCAA on there. Yeah. Bangs. Yeah. Astro World. That's uh, that Travis Scott. Travis Scott, and that's where I know you said a lot of the new people you really don't get right. down with. I like his sound though. I but that's what like I was say. I was like that sound. He's just he's in his own lane. Yeah, and it, it's almost Kanye West ish. Yeah, but to me, he don't go overboard. Right. So 
Astro it's World. It's kind of like when you listen to him because you know he he used that. I guess it's the auto tune, and you know when what that straight up and something else he say when he when he uses it, you know when it's coming. Right. But other than that, I like dude's sound though. I do like his sound. Right. Definitely. Um, the game. Which one though? Jesus Peace. Okay. Jesus Peace was nice. You can put it on. Just go. The game is nice. So what I about like the so game. what about the documentary? We gonna get there. Okay. Okay. We gonna get there. He he made my cut. He made my cut. Gotta be in your top ten then. He definitely made my cut. Um, Gunner. He's another new one. Uh, Dripper Drown Two. Okay. Fire to me, in my opinion. And I know I'm getting ready to lose some people on this one, but Young M.A., her story in the making. That's her last album. I don't know, man. You saying you gonna lose because she's a dope lyricist, man. But like, but, and 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 that's the crazy part because it's like I think her Rhapsody. Yeah. They actually and a lot of people don't even mention her name at Rhapsody. all. Yeah. They can actually spit. Yeah. But then the internet goes crazy because of Cardi B and, yeah. and Megan Thee Stallion yesterday. Yeah. And they released some garbage. And by, and I'm going to say this because I am on live. What, what's that song called? Why? That shit is trash. And I ain't even seen the video yet, but that shit is garbage. It's garbage. And I got I seen, daughters, bro. I'm sitting there like, come on. I man. seen so many people said the song was garb, more garbage than it was a tough song. And then a lot of people was like, oh, well, I got to let it grow on me. Yada, yada, yada. No. Man, that shit is straight trash, man. No, it's man. trash. Like, you ain't even talking about nothing. Like, yeah, the whole trash, message man. that you that you sending is garbage. But that's a whole nother conversation in its own self. Yeah. But my actual honorable mentions, I'm going to start at the top. All right. My number one honorable mention was All Eyes on Me. I know a lot of people might be mad because that... That almost might be top ten worthy, or definitely top five, because that that album was fire, mm-hmm. fire, start to finish, both discs, put it on, press play. Yeah. When the smoke clears, Ooh. and I know I said I'm a big three six fan, grew up listening to all of that, and it hurt me to have to put them as an honorable I mention because that CD was hard. Definitely, definitely, little baby, my turn. Okay. New album. I listened to it every week, at least once a week. At one point, I was listening to it every day. But the reason why I did not put it in my top 10 Mm -hmm. is because it's too new. I don't want to say it's a classic. It's just right now that sound was just hot to me, and it just stuck in my head, and it made me listen to it. Right, right. Who's to say that two or three years from now that when I listen to it, I'm going to have that same feeling? Right. My top 10, I don't care where I am, when I hear it, it's on. Okay. So, Lil Baby did not make the top 10. You know, you're definitely going to get a lot of, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we ain't going to speak on that right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, a lot of people going to be like, what the hell, bro? We like, ain't going to talk about yeah. this next one either because I know a lot of people may not agree with me. You may find it a little bit biased, and I don't give a damn. We can square up. <laughs> Gucci Mane, the movie, DJ Drama. I don't. I really didn't know if I should put it on here because technically that's kind of like a mixtape. Mix yeah. So I was like, nah. Because he only really got what like three like album albums. And that's what like I'm saying. That's, that's hard to even. I don't know how you put him in a box. Yeah. Because at one point Gucci was just spitting out stuff. Half of it didn't make sense, but like I said, for me the beats. It's the beat. 
The beats was just so yeah. Next next album almost cracked my top ten, but for me, I wasn't a fan of his until recently. And that's where going back in the beginning when I was like, I really didn't listen to people for lyrical content, stuff like that. Yeah. But my cousin put me on Sci High the Prince. Okay. And No Dope on Sundays was fire. Another one you put in, press play, set it on cruise control, whatever you're going to do. But No Dope on Sundays was definitely in that in that conversation. So those are my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. It was a good list. So now we're going to take the gloves off, man. We're going we gonna to start at the bottom. We're going to go 10 through 6. And I just want to see what you got versus what I got. Because you you already got some, some that ain't really in my category. Right. Because I'm going to be honest. Never even heard that camera. What you ain't never? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> bro, you lying. You ain't never heard. Come home with me. I've never heard it. Wow, I've never heard it. So really, yeah. Oh wow, you know that that's that's the the CD that got Old Boy on it, right? Him, Jewels, and uh, well, yeah, him and Jewels. It's the song's called Old Boy. Damn, I, you ain't real. Damn, never. And shout that's, out to my boy P. Because growing up, he was he was on that Dipset wave. Yeah. They was listening to that. But I just, I couldn't get on Right. It. But see, that's how it was when I was a teenager. I couldn't listen to the East Coast. Lyrically, they spitting some shit. But when you listen to that beat, it's like, I can't catch the beat like to to, to make me want to listen to the song. I ain't put it like this. My first time listening to an East Coast album straight through was Jay-Z. And that was the S. Dot Carter, Biden 3. That was my first East Coast album I ever listened straight through. I didn't know anything about Reasonable Doubt, which I think that that's that's a hard album. Reasonable Doubt, uh, the first two volumes was was nice, but I didn't really listen to East Coast until I actually heard uh, the the S. Dot Carter the S. Dot Carter Volume Three, and the only reason why uh, uh, I listened to it because Big Pimpin was on that album. Don't leave. Is all I'm asking. When I say this, don't leave. Anybody that's watching his live, don't log out. And for the people listening to the podcast, a lot of y'all already know what I'm getting ready to say. Not a Jay Z fan. Wow. Never heard it. Yeah, never. Never heard it. But you heard Big Pimpin' though, right? Of course. Okay. Like but the songs never, that came on TV, same way with Kanye. Like I never gave it a chance. Now, the only Jay Z album that I like and I will listen to. Right. It's American Gangster. Okay. That's fair enough, because that motherfucker's hard. American Gangster was tough to that me. That was one of my honorable mentions, but like I said, I got a, I got a slew put on. But a lot saying? of people was like, the blueprint, and this and like, up until recently, I had never even attempted to listen to it. The okay. Black Album, or whatever it's called, that okay. one was okay. We we doing six through ten, and I really didn't have them in no order, but I'm just going to give y'all my first four. Juvenile, 400 Degrees. DMX, It's Dark and Hell is Hot. Soon as you put that bitch on and you hear that intro. <laughs> Soon as you put that in, now you hear that intro. Just play it on through. Next one. Weezy F, the Carter. Two. You got that in your bottom? Yeah. It's I don't it's, it's not no necessarily my top ten. Okay. I'm just naming my ten. Okay. Okay. And then of course what you named and your honorable mention the three six mafia when the smoke clears. And that's that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Here comes the I respectfully disagree. Okay. This is your your personal list. So technically, I can't disagree with it because that's your personal list. But DMX, 
It's garbage. I've never heard it. You, I've never heard it. <laughs> I've never heard it. I'm sorry. You know what, man? I keep forgetting, man. You, you, you from Clinton. I'm Kentucky. down from the stinks, right? But no, but my cousin. That's that's where uh, the wrong term people are from. <laughs> that's how y'all know. This guy has. I wish his wife was here because this guy has never seen the supermarket sweepstakes show. <laughs> I ain't forgot about that. I, I just didn't want to say it. No. I don't know nothing about yeah. none of that. Damn, you never. I don't wow. know nothing about none of that. Not the hills have eyes. Yeah, he <laughs> he said he's never heard. Shout of out that. to my cousin Charles, That's the dude who brother, uh, yeah. you y'all was talking boxing with. Yeah, he's a DM expert. He he had all of. He need to be on here then. And, but shout out to him <laughs> because that he's a big music person, and I definitely like he texted me last night. It was like, when are y'all doing it? Like right. I need to be on there. But him and his wife. Is on vacation, right so now. yeah. I don't want to cause him no smoke yeah. by trying to do no podcast in the middle of him and his wife enjoying they they break or whatever. But we'll definitely revisit this because I know for a fact he is a DMX so that's, person. That's Cameron, DMX, and Jay Z, you really never heard. So you're gonna have to eventually listen to those albums. And everybody's told me that. On numerous occasions, people have told me that, but it's just like I don't, I don't know what it is about Jay Z. I just I can't listen to it. Right, that's fair enough. Man. I can't you listen know. to it. And that's what I'm saying. I, I think it's almost kind of like the music that I grew up listening to. It's almost like oil and water. Yeah. When you listen to that, and see that's how I was because I listened to, I mean, outside of the South, I mean, I listened to Cube out west and forty now, but I I listen. Like, when I first started listening, listening to rap, it was Bone. The mm-hmm. first album that I really listened to was the the East 99. And then the only reason why I come I picked up on uh, Down South was I, he, I, well, he's he's basically number one on my, my CDs that I can't skip because I heard my sister listen to one of his songs. And I was like, well, who was that? And she told me who it was. And I just listened to, the at the time, the tape. Cause she no no lie she probably looked she probably looking at this I swear to God bro every time we went to school she would listen to this one particular song we listening to it on the tape now <laughs> listen to this one particular song we wind it back and then do the same shit all over the next day that same song every day when we was ready to go to school bro oh, every wow. day oh, and wow. I was just listening I was like who the hell is that and then when I heard. Probably his biggest song on that album. I was like, okay, hold up. Now I need to listen to this guy. Because like I said before, I was really only listening to Bone and then uh, Pop. And then you you twisting them and Do or Die. I was listening right. to that. Do or Die was definitely yeah. dope back then. I was listening to that. I wasn't really listening to nothing outside of that until I started listening to that guy. That you know, He's definitely on my list in that album. But... Yeah, I didn't really just start to listen to Down South because, like, my brother, man, listened to rap. He was basically East Coast, West Coast. You know what I'm saying? Like, basically whatever. More more leaning towards West Coast with Q, uh, MC8, Sebo uh, C- Nim, uh, DJ Quick Nim, 40. DJ Quick. Yeah, you know Definitely. what I'm saying? All that out there. That's who we was mainly listening to. Because he, he almost made my list, too. Um, yeah. Rhythm and Gangster. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put mine in order. Okay. And the reason why I put it in order was because, like, 
like I said, I put some some hard thought into this. So I'm definitely going to rank them. So starting at number 10, 8-Ball and MJG coming out hard. Okay. Number 9, Hot Boys, Guerrilla Warfare. I got to go. You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's 9? Guerrilla Warfare is 9. <sighs> 9. And I apologize ahead of time. I ain't mean for you to have to get up out your seat, dog. Wow. But look, you might have to get up again because you. I heard you mention 400 degrees. Yeah. And 400 degrees got a whole lot of skips on there, if you really? ask me. I really didn't care for it. Okay. He had some bangers on there, but a lot of that I really didn't care for. Wayne was always my favorite. Hot out boy. Of, out of Cash Money, followed by BG. Okay. And a lot of people didn't give Turk credit, but I thought that one album that they did with Turk, I actually liked it. And it's crazy that you say that because I was I had this conversation with my cousin, and uh, I really didn't pay attention to the first High Boys album, Get it How You Live. Yeah, I know what songs is on there, mm-hmm. but uh, you listen to the Guerrilla Warfare, and Turk ain't even on. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say thirty percent of the songs that's on the album. If you want, if you want to be, he got that one song where he's he he's by himself, right? And it's a couple songs on there where he's actually with the group, but majority of that that album is just B- BG Juvenile and Wayne. Turk really ain't even on the album. He he might be on, I'm gonna say, because the album got 17 songs. I think I'm gonna say Turk's maybe on four or five songs, maybe. Yeah. And that back then, and that's what we used to argue about all the time because I felt like Wayne was carrying him. Yeah, Wayne was carrying him. But like I said, man, we, that's that's so many different podcasts that we can do, man. We can mm-hmm. do one just straight cash money, mm-hmm. definitely. So again, number nine, Guerrilla Warfare. Number eight, the documentary. Okay, documentary, game documentary. That is a instant classic for that to be his first album that they rolled out. Like, dog. Yeah. You can't go wrong with that. No, you can't. Number seven, I'm definitely going to lose you. And this is another one of those. Oh, wow. Sorry. Dame just missed both free throws to win the game. Oh, wow. Um, I'm definitely paying attention to this because I don't want the Lakers to play Portland. <coughs> I know we talking about music, but I'm sorry. Basketball. <laughs> Anyways, number seven, I'm getting ready to lose you because I know you said you don't listen to a lot of the, the new stuff or whatever. But this album... Was fire, is fire, and will always be fire. And I listen to it almost every day. Young Thug, so much fun. You know what? I never heard that album. What? What is that one song on there? Hot nigga. Is that? Is that? Is that on that album? Hot man. Nah. I think that's what it's called. Hold on, hold on. Oh, it's whatever song they play the most on that on the radio. Cause they they did a deluxe version. Even yeah. in deluxe, I was just like, dog. Like every single day, every single day I listen to it. Oh, uh, is yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That album? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I actually like that song, man. He be he got nice beats and shit. I don't understand what he be talking about, but uh, he got nice beats, man. And that's the that's the crazy part because a lot of people say that, and a lot of people are like, man, I hate these mumble rappers, this and that. But it's like I guess with the headphones that I got. The quality, you know, I can hear it. Yeah. But if you actually listen, uh, they be saying some shit. Yeah. They be saying some shit, and I'll be sitting there like, man, this is hard. Young Thug, definitely. That that album, man, I, I'm telling you, like, I can't stop listening to it. Like, even when I'm cutting the grass, I got that going. <laughs> like, for real. Number six, 
another one I'm going to give my cousin credit to. And like we said, you should have been on here, Chuck. I know you're going to listen to it. We can always revisit it. But he put me on Big Crit. He had been telling me about Big Crit for years. And that's another one where I was just like, man, I ain't, I ain't got time man, for that. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. He, he a new nigga, but I I never heard none of his songs. Even when I'm listening to my Spotify and I like play like certain artists, and you know, it has the uh, similarities or whatever they call it on there. Like if I play, because he's a down south, uh, south rapper, ain't he? I think. Technically, yeah. Okay, so like anytime I play, like say if I play like uh, uh, Lil Baby or whatnot, you would think mm-hmm. that because of, I guess, the same style of music, his shit will pop up. But yeah, I never, I, I know who Big Crit is. I never heard none of his music. Well, I, I highly recommend yeah, it. I, know I, was, I was a late bloomer too. But the Big Crit album that I put on my list, Catalactica. Okay. He also has one, uh, Forever is a Mighty Long Time, that was hard, dope. But it is a few songs on there that I do skip. I don't ever put it on there. But, uh, Definitely go back and listen to Catalactica because to me he's he's kind of got a a UGK sound to it per se. Like I don't even like his sound is unique. Plus he's lyrical. Okay. So definitely dope. Definitely dope. Uh, real quick. Uh, that crit right there. This is crit. Song called Soul Food. What happened to the soul food? Like smooth box, dog. Make you sit back and just think about shit. Oh, Tony Tony, the little dude from Tony Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna give you a snippet to make you have to go back to it. Because I don't own the rights to none of this music. I don't know how that works in regards to podcasts and all that junk. Like I said, I know who dude is. I just ain't never heard his his music. And and that's why I was telling you, I was like, in the beginning, I was like, man, you know, it was all about beats and this and that. But then the older I got and I started listening to music where it's like, man, you just you just chill. Yeah. I mean, you might let the windows down, just ride like crit. Definitely check that out. He's number six. Definitely. So before we get into this top five, this has actually been a good conversation, man. So it's a nice variety. A lot of yours I don't have on mine, but we are familiar with what each other's talking about for the most part. Yeah. Outside of this DMX BS. DMX, Cam Ryan, and Ho. He got to listen to it, you know what I'm saying, when when I leave, man. And 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 really, both DMX, uh, let's see, it was the, uh, it's dark and hot and hell is hot. Then you had, uh, and uh, I think, and then there was X was the third album. But then the, uh, set, it's, I think Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood might have been the first. That one. was the first, because that's the yeah. one, like, I see the album, because, like, he's covered in blood yeah. and all that. Because my cousin came to school. Man, and like he pull up, that's all he was listening to. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not even getting yeah. in the car. Take that out. <laughs> Take that out. I ain't but yeah, you car. couldn't tolerate the East Coast music. I, that's how I was because I was just listening so much South. Like I couldn't tolerate the East Coast. The West Coast I could deal with, and that was only because of 
Pac and Cube and Forty and and, yeah. and Snoop. You know what I'm saying? Forty I wasn't really cold. listening to to uh uh MC8, uh Sebo Nim, uh DJ Quick, you know what I'm saying? Not unless I was with my brother. Spice one, I wasn't right. listening to them, not unless I was with my brother. And see, and I'm I'm gonna give credit to my brother too, because he was listening to AMG, yeah, uh Spice One, E forty, the major way was yeah. dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I that's that's the only reason why I was listening to the West Coast because my brother, you know what I'm saying? Outside of that, I credit me listening to the South because of my sister. You know, my sister I, was I, the one that got me listening to the South. I can't forget my pops either. Yeah. Now, hopefully, child services don't listen to this <laughs> and they go back and lock him up. But my pops is a too short fan. See, now, and it's crazy that you say that because a lot of people would say, why come short didn't make the list? I didn't listen to Too Short because I wasn't allowed to listen see, to Too Short. See, that's what I said. There, there's a difference. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I listen to him now, but when we're talking about growing up, I mean, of course, I snuck and listened to Freaky Tales. You know what I'm saying? Everybody <laughs> heard that song. But coming up as a child, I wasn't allowed to listen to him. You know what I'm saying? My pops right. made, let that been known. He said, don't, you can't listen to that. You know what I'm saying? And, Anything else, cool. But that, no. And really... We didn't get to listen to it either. And actually, I think on the, on another episode, my brother confessed to it. He's like, Daddy, I'm sorry for stealing your two short tapes and this and that. Because uh, my pops used to ride around. That was back when they had the cassette boxes. Yeah. And it almost looked like a big-ass suitcase. Yeah. And he had it in the car. And I'm talking about the way we talking about how we went and got the No Limit albums. The day that's, they came that's, out, that's how he was. With that's how he was with Too Short. Mm -hmm. And I remember going to the record stores and stuff. He would get the new Too Short, but he would never play it at first in the car with us. Right. My brother stole it. <laughs> I think it was uh, Life Is. Yeah. So my parents is gone. Ain't nobody at the house but me and Kevin. Again, CPS, <laughs> don't do nothing to them for leaving us at home by ourselves without no supervision for real. So Kevin's bopping Life Is, and he's got cuss words and yeah. all that on there. And that's how I start listening to it. Right. The older we got, that's when uh, Getting It. Yeah. I was with yeah, my yeah, pops yeah. When, when we went to go get Getting It. And I was old enough then to where he's like, shit, I'm putting this in right now. <laughs> putting this in right now. So, yeah, too short. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to listen to that. You know what I'm saying? I repeat to my pops. You know, I finally listened to it when I got older. And. You know, it's just one of those, I, I can put it on there, but I can't put it on there because I, I didn't really listen to it, listen to it until right. I got older. Right, know. definitely. But we going with my five. The gloves and, off. Yeah, gloves and tapers off. And I know you said you don't like this guy, nor listen to him, but I got the blueprint, Jay-Z, five. Okay. Now it's kind of torn between these two albums and, and as for Webby's Savage Life. One and two. I was torn between both of them. I honestly think the second one is better than the first one. Far as like the tracks, because I, yeah. I I put I could play both of those right now and it don't skip a song. I think You're Savage right. Life Two got more tracks on it, but I was kind of torn and was like, okay, which one I'm gonna use, one or two? And both of them is bangers. You right. You okay. definitely right. The third one. I can't believe you had this at nine. Guerrilla Warfare. <laughs> Guerrilla Warfare is my nine, uh, is my number three, and then two, all eyes on me. And that you know what, and that's that's fair because it deserves to be in the top three. Yeah, it does. But I felt like if I put it in there, 
then that would be me being biased. Right. Because like I said, I never grew up being a big Pac fan. Right, right, right. But I respect the hell out of that album. Yeah. So that's fair. And then number one, like I said, shout out to my sister. And I'm going to tell you exactly what song it was that she always played. Half on the Dank, Ice Cream Man. Wow. She played that song every fucking day <laughs> before we went to school. And I was curious to who he was, because I never heard of Master P. Never. Until I heard her play that song. And then I'm listening to the tape because it wasn't we wasn't listening to the CDs at the time. Or the right. CDs was out, but we didn't have it. I'm listening to the tape. And that's when I heard uh, Break Them Off something. Break I ain't heard about it yet. Because about it was on side B. It wasn't on the same side as uh, Break Them Off something. Right. Heard Break Them Off something. I'm like, okay, hold up. Okay. And this is me at 12 listening to this. Right. I think I, think I might have been 12. And I'm like, okay, this motherfucker's fire. Break them all, something back them all me. When I heard it about it, it was over. As soon as I heard it about it, it was over. It was, it was over, man. It was over. So it was more like that's when I started clinging more towards the South. And I'm gonna be biased. Of course, I was listening to Pac. I'm a huge Pac fan. But <laughs> when I started listening to Master P, I just strictly listened to nothing but no limit. And that and that that shows you the influence that he had, and that's why I'm saying we're gonna definitely have to have to do a whole no limit podcast. Yeah, I just nothing but no limit. That's all I listen to. And this is you know the ice cream man. I didn't know anything about uh, Mama's Bad Boy, uh, The Ghetto's Trying to Kill Me, Ninety Nine Ways to Die. I didn't know anything about those CDs. The first True, you know what I'm saying? The true. First True. I didn't know anything about those. The first West Coast Bad Boy. I didn't know anything about those CDs. I just thought it was just Ice Cream Man, then and then whatever right. they was putting out after that. I'm gonna take it a step further. Down South Hustlers. And Down South Hustlers. Because you brought up. Uh, hopefully, your wife is still not uh, listening now to she, us right she now. Ain't on her, she ain't on. Uh, you brought up the three six ass and titty. Excuse my language. Yeah. But Down South Hustlers bounce that ass. Yeah. Oh my God. When that beat coming like still to this day, I got that on one of my playlists. Like mm-hmm. that is automatic. That was fire. Mm-hmm. I think it was West Coast Bad Boys 2. The one where they did the dedication to Pop. Two. Yep. Yeah. So during that time period, I was still young. Cause I think you might be like a year or two older yep. than me. So my thing was a lot of the stuff that I was listening to was because of my brother. And I think my cousin Anthony was the first one to have Ice Cream Man. Okay. And then that's when he had the Shocker. Yeah. The Shocker was fire to me, but again, it did my wife hates Silk, the Shocker. And, that, and that, that's that's the hard part, because it was like, Silk's first album to me was so dope. Mm-hmm. Charger to the Gang was okay. But then after that, it was just like, all right, dog, did you work on your craft? Like, like what's going on? Yeah. And that's why, I guess... The beats by the pound thing started showing his his face, yeah, yeah. Because now you didn't have the beats to kind of hide your your lack of lyrical yeah. skills or yeah. whatever. But definitely, uh, going back to Ice Cream Man though, time to check my crack house. Yeah, fire. Yeah, Killer P. Yeah, fire. Like I'm telling you, dude. Like even that- the song where it was just silk on there about that drama. It was just silk. <laughs> it was fire. Things ain't what they used to be. Fire. You right. Back above me. Fire. The song he got to his mama. Fire. 
even the commercial. Fire. <laughs> Come on, dude. You you tell you can't nobody tell me if they listen to the Ice Cream Man CD, they skipped the CD about four times. There's no way. Not possibly not even two or three songs. You right. There's no way. But you know what? And you definitely gonna get up and walk out. I probably am. Because it didn't even make the list. The Ice Cream Man? Yeah. Wow. Your top five is I'm talking about like it's completely, completely different. Than yours. Different. But that's how it's supposed to be like it though. And that's dope. I it's think it's dope. Like it. I think it's dope because so far we having a nice conversation and here we can talk about this for days. Yeah. But I'm gonna go ahead and go with mine. My number five. And this is the reason why I did not put when the smoke clears. I heard you mention world domination earlier. Chapter two. I think I know where you're going there with this. Is it is it you might be you might be if you didn't name those two, you might be talking about the untouchables, or you might be talking about uh what was the one that has stay fly on that? What was that called? You ain't even warm. You ain't I even ain't warm. warm. You ain't even warm, dog. Oh, wow. like, like, listen to me though. Hear okay. me out. Turn the club up, thugs. That album, by far. I ain't even think about that. By far, might be one of their best bodies of I work. I ain't even think about that album. By far, and that's why I was as dope as when the smoke clears is. Yeah. Classic. I ain't even think about that. Turn the club up, thugs. I'm talking about. Push play and play don't say a word. I, I forgot all about that album. Definitely in my top five. Definitely in my top five. And I told you earlier, I wanted to mix it up to give it a, a blend of the music that I listened to growing up and, and how I kind of matured yeah, and listened okay. to different music. Because this next person, I didn't become a fan he was still alive, so I'm not going to be one of them people, oh, man, you just doing that because he died or whatever, and rest in peace to dude. But I started listening to him before that tragic event. Okay. Nip. Yeah. Victory Lap is my number man, four. You, you are one of the few that honestly can say that because a lot of people just started listening to Nip's music after he died. Facts. I, let, let's just be 100 about it, man. Facts. Because I, it was only a, a select few people. I'm not going to name them on here because, you know, they might have cases or whatnot. We ain't going to do that. But uh, <laughs> it was a select few people that actually was talking about Nipsey Hussle before he died. Then when he died, that's how, man, Nip this, Nip that. Right. I'm just looking like, right. nigga, y'all wasn't talking about this shit before the dude got, you know, he got, he got killed, got his life taken away from him. Right. And that's why I'm saying, like, again, credit to my cousin Charles. He kept on. Because I'm talking about when I say he's a music head, mm -hmm. like underground, like artists that you've never even heard of, he follows it all. He'll actually listen to underground music before he listens to mainstream music. Okay. So he constantly, man, you got to listen to Nip. You got to listen to that. Then I'm like, nah. <laughs> so then uh, I want to say when Victory Lap first dropped, I want to say maybe Charlemagne was like, man, this is the album of the year, hands down. Like, everybody kept gassing it. And one day, I was at work, and I just listened to it and fell in love instantly. Because he's another one. It's like, once you start listening to what he's saying, dude was ahead of his time, bro. Yeah. And he's another one of them artists, like we was talking about with Rhapsody. 
they should be the people that have all the fortune and the fame. And those are the people that society should be promoting. But we promote the garbage, yeah. the Kodak Blacks, yeah. and this and that. Those are the faces that they keep putting in front that's, of us. That's because of the generation, man. The younger, the younger gener, the younger gen. That's what I call. Them. You know, that's that's what that is. You know, I I'm like you, man. I I got two two versions that I listen to, but we'll talk about that after we get done with your list. Cool. number three, and I'm kind of mad you didn't even mention it. Urban Legend. Ti. Ti. I don't mention. Like I said, I got a lot of honorable mentions on my on my paper, man. Urban Legend was another one. And I'm not the, the biggest T.I. fan either. But right. that album, man, he, he definitely went in. Number two, Project Pat. Oh. Mr. Don't Play. Honorable mention. Fire. I almost put Getty Green up there, but I was like, you know what? Nah, I want to keep my list somewhat versatile, have a different little taste in there. Yeah. But Getty Green's... He, but see, Getty, Getty Green and, and Mr. Don't Play is kind of like how my Webby Savage Life 1 and 2 is. Right. Right. It's it's kind of the same, man. It's like both fire. You don't know which one you want to put up here, though. Exactly. And see, I'm, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back because, like I said again, back then growing up, we knew that every Tuesday is when new CDs and stuff came out. Right. I didn't have no internet or nothing like that to where now you can just look at what's coming out. Right. I would go in this music store and just go through every rack. Mm-hmm. They was in alphabetical order. Just go through. And I seen that cover, the Getty Green cover. Mom, need this. Yeah. Nobody even knew he had a solo project or nothing. So I was the first one to come back home with Getty Green. And man, everybody, man, let me let me bar it. Let me <laughs> bar it out and out. Like Getty Green was fire. Yeah. But Mr. Don't Play, his second album. Definitely no skips, mm-hmm. no skips at all. And my number one, number one, and I'm dropping the paper, the Carter. The, the first Carter? The first Carter. Okay. The only Carter that matters. I've had arguments, man. Carter 2, like, Carter 2 was okay, but it ain't the Carter. Listen to me. I'm, I'm listening. Listen to me. And whoever's listening to this podcast, listen to me. Oh, let, me let me let me turn it. So they can so listen they can to me when I first heard the Carter and I actually started visualizing him describing the Carter, like the building from New Jack City, the Carter and him going room through room and everything that like I saw what was in every room listening to what this man was saying. That is by far the dopest album that I've ever heard. The Carter. That's number I one. I can't argue with that. The Carter, the first Carter. That's was, number you know, one. And then, you know, they had, uh, they posted something on Facebook about which Carter was the best. And a lot of people said two, three, one. I was like, whoa, hold up, time out. So people think that the third one was better than the first one. It's, it's kind of up in the air with two and one. You know what I'm saying? You, either one can go one. I, it just, it's just me. Any Either one of them can go one. I just like the second one better. The second one was like you saw the the maturity, but that's why I felt like you saw where Manny Fresh wasn't there. Yeah, and it goes back to what you said in the beginning. Yeah, in the conversation with Beast by the Pound and Manny Fresh. Once Manny Fresh left, it was a totally different sound. Yeah, that you almost had to adapt to or get used to. See the thing though, I think Manny produced some of the songs on the first quarter though. But you can, Manny did the first quarter. Okay. 
Manny, Manny that, did the was, first quarter. It was after that was just the quarter yeah. two was when they started going other directions. Yeah. Manny Fresh did the quarter. Yeah, definitely. Like, like Wayne's Wayne. Like if you listen to CD to CD, all his his material, you go back from the Hot Boys to solo projects. His shit started changing after Five Hundred Degrees. Five Hundred Degrees at by far is his weakest album. Facts. Those but are facts. if you listen to album album after each album and you can notice the change he's more lyrically sound from the carter on up right and that's where you heard the rumors of people was ghost writing and this and that and even if that was i do not care right the carter by listen to me when bro threw that line in there about the basket case a lot of people that went over their head if you don't remember that movie i don't know if you in the horror flicks and stuff nah, like yeah, that like dog when he started talking about basket case and I pictured this little creature that was on the side, like, like I'm telling you, dog, like that took me like, I can't even describe it, bro. Like I literally saw a picture right. and I was listening to music. Right. Like it was theatrical, bro. Like I can't even explain it. And then on the Carter two, uh, what was that? The mob, mm -hmm. the mob took you there too. But then you got once you started getting into the meat of the album, it was kind of like ah, I'm, yeah. I'm cool on that. But the Carter one, the Carter, dog. And then at the end when he he jumps out the window, he's running through this and running through that, and then they close the door and it ends. Yeah. Now that was a movie. Yeah. That was a movie. The Carter yeah. number one. Yeah. This is a nice list, man. Back back to what I was saying with. My my versions of music that I listen to. I listen to all genres, by the way, except for fucking uh, ballet, classical, <laughs> country, and all that shit. I actually listen to some rock. I'm not gonna lie. I listen to like '80s, '90s shit. You know what I'm saying? Why gotta work with me and shit? We you know we listen to that shit, and it's songs I know I've heard before. Then it's just songs that I I be playing from time to time and shit while I'm at work just to get me through the night. But I like I said, I have two different versions of music that i listen to music that you know if i like let's just say i'm on, on my way to work i gotta listen to some shit that's gonna get me hyper motivated to do some work exactly you know what i'm saying exactly. so i will play your three six mafia uh your, your p you know basically some some fighting some get me amp music exactly. you know what i'm saying if i'm just riding basically whatever you know what i'm saying anything that i just played on my list i'll put on my list Pac, you know p j you know, anything like that, man. Uh, yeah, like, your list, completely different than mine. I cannot use your own slogan uh, with the name of the show. I respectfully <laughs> disagree with any of the albums that you put on there. Uh, you know, I remember We Almost was beefing about um, Gucci one time. Uh I can't remember who you said Gucci was better than. And you was like, screw up. And I was actually He's on better my way than Jeezy. He's better than all of them. <laughs> I'm yeah, telling you. And, I, and, I, and like I said, with Jeezy, I got him on my honorable mention, man. The the, the motivation. 101. 101 was in consideration. Yeah, I got, I got, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of names that I actually had on my paper, man. But I just didn't want to name them all and, you know, be on here and bore everybody to death. But, you know, this is just my personal selection that I like to listen to. And, yes, Ice Cream Man is the first song, is the first album. And I think, and y'all can fight me for me saying this shit, and I don't care. I think it's better than Ghetto, though. 
Those are facts. This is my personal opinion. I think that is better than ghetto, though. Those are definitely facts. Those are definitely facts. So, again, like, it, it was a good conversation. It really was. Outside of DMX, Jay-Z, <laughs> we had a good I'm, conversation. I, I'm, I'm still kind of at an awe that you never really heard the DMX or the Cameron though that that God, like I just I swear like I couldn't get into it and, and like you just said about you getting ready to go to work you know what I'm saying put some music on give you some energy or whatever mm-hmm. that's how I was getting ready for basketball games so yeah I had to listen to three six I had to listen to that to get that energy going funny, funny. and still to this day like as an old washed up man funny story about that man with the basketball thing dude and even like we play like in little leagues or whatnot my aunt, my cousin they'll probably watch it later on but he the one that turned me on to this song <clears throat> it's off that true album the second true true to the game true to the game it's on the second disc they can't stop us every time we went to go hoop it don't even matter if we went to go to the park <laughs> he would always play that song. They can't stop us. You know what I'm saying? Every time. But like I said, man, I I, I got a whole bunch of songs on this list. I hey, mystical and predictable. Basically, it was a no limit list. And people can say it's biased or whatnot, but you know, those albums just don't to me unpredictable, ghetto fabulous, the shell shock, you know, all that, man. I, you know. That's just what I like to listen to, man, to, to either get me through my day, through work, or if I'm just riding around, just chilling, man. You know, I, I try to listen to some of these new artists and, and whatnot, but it's like I just can't listen to it. You know, it's either the lyric or it's the beat. Now, some of them do have some tough beats. I can't lie. Right, right. You know, but it's like today, it's like most of the shit that they come out, man, it's like it's somewhat dance type shit. I can't, you know, I can't ride to that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 me personally, I need something to to ride around in. If I'm in the car, man, I won't ride to this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm with my niggas, I probably, you know, bounce up and down and shit, you know what I'm saying? Get crunk some shit like that. But right. if I'm solo dolo, it's like them, I can't fucking listen to it and shit. I can't. And it's funny that you say that. And this is exactly how we're going to wrap this episode up. I have it on my piece of paper. You can vouch for it being on a piece of paper. I didn't say it because of exactly what you just said. I honestly didn't feel comfortable. But now now that you say that, I'm going to say it. And we can end it here and drop the mic. I have Lil Uzi Vert on my honorable mention. And that is the Love is Rage 2 project. Okay. And like you said, you don't know if it's dance, if it's rap. It's just kind of, and for whatever reason, Uzi Vert just puts me in a mood. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was telling people before this Young Thug album that I listed, I used to listen to Young Thug, but people couldn't get past the appearance. Yeah. Funny, goofy looking dude wearing dresses, rocking purses and stuff like that. People couldn't get past the appearance to listen to the music. Right. And that's why I was like, Young Thug has some bops. Like, right. for whatever reason, those beats just kind of, hell, they had me doing the shoulder shrug, Uzi Vert, this and that. But it just ain't everybody's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. It really ain't. That's another thing that I want to say, man. Like, we could talk about this a little bit on here, or we could make it another podcast. But 
a lot of people don't understand what makes a great album. You know, I, I me personally, I think what makes a great album, let's just say you got 17 tracks on the album. 50% of that album got to be good. Now, a lot of people say, man, now nah, I got to be about 60, 65. If you got 17 tracks on that album, at least eight of those songs got to be good. At least eight. I'm talking about, you know, it can either be beat-wise or lyrically. Yeah. You know, I, a lot of people say, ah, oh, well, that album was cold. Nick, it was only four good songs <laughs> on, that, on that album. You're talking about this was cold? Now, a lot of people... They'll buy it, it'll go platinum, gold, triple platinum, whatnot, because either the name, you know what I'm saying? Because, right. because the name or the marketing or whatnot. Like, prime example, Eminem. He's one of the biggest selling artists on the face of this earth, bro. But let's keep it 100. Are you going to buy Eminem an album? I've never. I've never. Like, I, the, he's another one that I refuse to listen to. And you know what? Like I said, this this could be another podcast. We can do a top 10 uh I refuse to listen to this bullshit. <laughs> um, like, real talk, man. Like, Eminem is one of the biggest selling artists in the world. But it's like, but he's, it's like the, he's lyrically sound, man. But, but you just can't, the beats is what, because, you know, he can't, it's, it's like two verses of Eminem. You got the, the blind her Eminem that was basically the, 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 the comedy relief. And then you got the the brown, black hair Eminem that's more serious with his shit. Right. Now, I will say, um, I can't think of what the name of it was. Whatever he done recently, that's the first full project from him that I actually listened to. And I thought it was dope because he wasn't doing all the weird sound. Like, growing up, all that, like, I couldn't get into that. That's what I'm saying. Like, all that little goofy junk, I couldn't really do it. Right. But whatever, I can't, I don't know if it was Kamikaze or something else. But I was like, man, this is all right. This was dope. But yeah, we can definitely visit that and talk about that mm-hmm. because now you you run into a lane of good, great, classic. Yeah. How do you define an album? Good, great, this is a classic. And that's why, going back to the little top 10, that's why I wanted to say, like, 60% of my list is classics. Yeah. But then I got, this was great. Yeah. Because that's why I said, you know, I, I put the crit and then the Young Thug in there, Nipsey. I was like, those are just great projects. Mm-hmm. The Carter is a classic. Yeah. Definitely. Appreciate you coming through here, man. This was definitely a great conversation, man. We could sit here and talk for hours. But definitely, definitely dope. And I'm pretty sure we're going to revisit it because I'm pretty uh, sure yeah. once people listen to it, Cause you know your cousin gonna come for you. Oh man, DMX thing. I I I can't believe you never really heard DMX, Cameron, and well the Jay Z thing. I can understand because like I didn't really listen to him until I heard Big Pimpin'. So mm-hmm. I can understand you right there. But it, I just couldn't tolerate the the sound of the East Coast music. Outside of Biggie, I couldn't tolerate the sound of East Coast music. Cause I had right. to go back and listen to Reasonable Doubt, All the Volumes One Two. I had the the the, the Illmatic with Nas, you know, Method Man. I had to go back and listen to all that, man. Yeah. Like I understand it, I can listen to it more clear now as I'm older. But when I'm a a, a teenager, nah, that shit wasn't getting no play. None at all. It wasn't getting no play. I definitely agree with you there. Definitely, good stuff, man. Good stuff. We out.
just toasted yeah. No competition, I need you coasting yeah. I feel so high, I feel so live My body's intertwined, I need you coasting I feel so live